0: Doing that
1: again?
2: God. <laughs> I thought I was clever. Oh, it's clever and delightful, but no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I say we jump right in this week, folks. You want to play some D and D, there, boys? Yeah, of course. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's play some D and D because I'm really curious to see what happens next. I know we ended last week's episode saying that it was probably going to be a dating game kind of scenario here tonight.
2: We're going to make your NPCs kiss, Justin. Yeah,
3: maybe so. Mm -hmm. But I just overheard you guys talking before we hit record, and it sounds like maybe that's not the plan. There's a lot on the table, so what do you guys want to do? At 2.45 in the afternoon, you're standing... Outside of the Van Richten estate, Carl is in the yard, groundskeeping. Elise, you assume, is inside. Yeah. What is the plan still? Dating game? You want to get them together?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think, I think there's enough evidence here to suggest that Carl doesn't have the predisposition to completely blow it with Elise right now. Um, and I think we still need to learn more about Elise as well. So. Put them together, see what happens. And if it all goes squiggly, then we just follow Elise, since we don't know anything about her as of yet, and we kind of know where Carl's going to be. Um, at least at 8 o'clock, we we'll know where he's going to be. So... Yeah, well, the thing is...
2: The thing that we learned with Joseph is, if we fuck up hard enough, like, if we, if we like, bend the... If we bend stuff too much, it'll break. So, I mean, I, yeah, I... I've just been stressing. I've been stressing all week because I'm like, if they talk, then they'll talk, and maybe they'll have the conversation that they had at eight o'clock that leads to violence. Then, but but if we're there, then we can stop it. Yeah,
3: that's a good I, point, though. Like, I I like that argument, calling the whole if we. You know, if we push too hard, it can break. You're definitely, Troubadour is definitely carrying Joseph's remains in a bag over his (laughs) shoulder like Santa Claus right now. Ho, ho, oh no. So that did not go as planned. There were no motes of light. There was no coming to peace for Joseph. Coming to pieces. Just, yeah, pieces (laughs) and carnage.
0: Well, I feel like the thing for Carl is maybe to get some kind of attention or semblance of like, Respect from Elisa, maybe that'll turn maybe him into so. a mode of light?
3: Maybe so. Or closure. Is closure, that the plan? Yeah. Is that I, what we're doing? I think so. Getting yeah. these two together.
2: Dude, yep. she's not into you. Get over it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By three o'clock in the afternoon, you guys come up with an excuse to get both of them in dining rooms. Does that sound good? I uh, well, yeah. that's fair.
2: You, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> 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 not particularly Oh oh it's right there. Oh dear.
3: You lead them into the dining room, say, like, maybe you get Carl in there first. Neither one of them puts up much of a fight because you have young Master Van Richten with you uh, to tell them that it would be very nice if they went to the dining room. Yeah,
2: have some afternoon tea.
3: That's it. Carl's there first. Elise kind of comes down. You found her uh, upstairs. She was just, like, tidying up dust and that kind of thing. She comes downstairs. She's like, oh. Hello, Carl. And Carl, like, does that head nod things, like Elise. She knows my
1: name, but I can (laughs) tell she pronounced it with a C. (laughs) Now what? Selash will sit down and gesture everybody else to sit down as well. I think it's about time we be forthcoming with what's going on here. Elise, Carl... I'm sure you've noticed that Greta, Casimir, and Joseph have not necessarily joined us this
3: afternoon. Wow, that's a good point. Looks at Tess and Lustra. Where's Greta?
1: Greta, much like Casimir, and then Slash will look to Elise and Joseph, have all run out there... Run out their duties, let's say. Because there's something you need to understand, and this will be very hard to believe from me directly. I Carl don't know.
3: starts, like, reaching towards a knife on his belt. What the hell do you mean?
2: Selash, what the fuck are you talking about? This, is, this was not the plan. This was not what we were going to talk about. I'm sorry. It has been a long couple of days. Carl, Please. We are just looking for what's best for the Vendriten estate. Okay? Joseph and Greta met up. They're still looking for Casimir. They're probably all together now. All right. But there is so much wrong with what is going on today.
3: Deception check before we go any further.
1: Yeah. I'm going to throw Tess a bardic inspo just because Slash realizes he might have screwed up a little. Sure. Um, and Slash is going to go ahead and say, we've exhausted certain avenues of interrogation surrounding the ledger that has been missing. And give her some inspiration. Yeah, they, they're they
2: talking it out at the gatehouse. Seven. Fuck. You still have that Bardigan spell.
0: That no, no, that's played, with Bardigan spell. But yeah, I get to well, keep well, it
2: because that's probably a fail. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's right. You do get to keep it. <laughs> For the inevitable combat. Elise starts to look very upset. She's like, what's going on here? Where's my sister? And Carl, although he doesn't like draw the knife, like doesn't take his hand off it either. He's like... I don't know why y'all dragged me in here, but you don't mind if I go check the gatehouse now, do you? You know what?
2: She, she looks incredibly, like, frazzled and stressed. She's like, you know what, Selash? Maybe you're right. The two of you are ghosts. Crazy, right? Two of you have been dead for 40 years. You killed you. Don't know why. Then, you killed yourself. How's that sound?
3: They just both look at you in confusion. Make an insight (laughs) check, though. Anyone in... Any of you can make an insight check.
1: Oh, absolutely. 18. Now I can roll. (laughs) 4.
3: 14.
1: Also 14.
3: Can't really read Carl. He... Is still showing, like, concerns for Greta. Mostly just a look of confusion coming out of Carl right now. Elise, when you say that, like, you see her, like, almost like... She looks at Carl out of the corner of her eye in a bit of disbelief that, like, that could ever possibly be true. There's just something about the look on her face that... You see, like, she almost buys what you say, but then, like, looks down at herself and is like, yeah, but I'm standing here. So, clearly, that's not true, but she almost bought it. I'll say this, then.
2: Do you know what I am? Do you know my vocation, my life, my, my oath? I present all the holy symbols and stuff. Do you know what a paladin is? You're talking to Elise? Both of them.
3: And Carl just nods. Lee says, "Yes, of course.
2: I use divine sense. Are any of them undead?
3: Yeah, they both are. But, er, do you have a way of showing them what you see? Not really. They—they're not gonna. I don't want you to waste that resource. I mean, you're not really going to be able to let them look through your eyes. You can say those words, but yeah, okay. I can say. I know. I."
2: I face undead creatures all the time. In fact, I'm halfway there myself, it seems. I don't know where I've come from. My past is foggy and a loss. Isn't there not something in you that just feels like you're walking the same path every day, cleaning the same path, grooming the same trees? Elise, if you walk upstairs, if you walk... What were you supposed to clean today? What were you supposed to cook today? Now think what... Maybe if I did the same thing I was going to do two days from now instead. Go and see that amount of dust. Go and see that room. It's not going to look like you haven't touched it in a week. It's going to look like it hasn't been touched in decades.
3: I'll give you another insight. For Troubadour. Five. Nothing really changes on their face. You're not getting through to them. Like this this argument is just they're not buying it. I mean they're not believing that they're dead. They look at the dust and you're reminded of when you first got here the morning of day one. You're reminded of that moment where Casimir called van richten young master van richten and just like completely glazed over any oddities anything that didn't match up to that story is just like it he it's just shrugged it lens. off and it's the same kind of thing you're you're presenting facts you're, you're making yeah. good arguments but they're looking at the dust saying like yeah you're right it is kind of dusty in here but yeah, I guess we haven't dusted enough. they There's, just shrug it off. What
2: if they're stuck in one giant phantasmal force just rationalizing everything? Yeah. What if Van Richten uh, took an hour and made holy water and then we poured it on both of them? Maybe. Well what's the matter? Elise? Is there something you're worried Carl will find out? Is there something you're worried we will find out?
3: She just looks at you with an odd look and says, no, I'm Simply worried at the fact that all of you came in here told me I was dead and I can't find my sister, or, for that matter, my father. I know he said he was going to go try to find Casimir, but he would have had ample time to return. Why did he not return with you?
2: Well, you can probably ask a a creature known as Rodonovich for that. Does that name mean anything to you?
3: There is not a blink from either one of them. Of course. And Carl looks at Elise and says, they left with Joseph? And he looks back at all of you and says, so half of you left with Greta, now she gone. The other half left with Joseph, now he gone. Carl pulls his knife and we're rolling initiative.
2: Ah, fuck. Why did we we lead with... Greta and Joseph are dead. There's no we. Why did you lead with <laughs> Greta and Joseph? I thought are we were dead? playing the matchmaking game. Hey, you know what? You two would be great together. Also, your sister and father are dead. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: Um, yeah. I just uh, I I got too much into what Slash wanted to do and not what the group wanted to do. Uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna murder some people.
3: Twenty or higher.
1: Fifteen or higher?
2: Sixteen. Troubadour.
3: Ten or higher?
1: Thirteen. Twelve. Three.
3: Nice. Van Richten. That one on the initiative. Troubadour, you are first to act. Carl is rushing Tess with a hunting knife.
2: That knife's not as... I'm going to pull a Van Richten. And, <laughs> no. uh, uh, Troubadour's reflexes kick in this time. Hand a sword, sword out, hot stuff, boom. And he's going to get a big old brand on the arse as I non-lethally try and hit him. For, oh God, uh, 26. That's a hit. a hit. Tess is just going to scream, No! It's non-lethal. By the rules, ish maybe fourteen damage,
3: Carl collapses into a heap of flesh on the floor. You knock him out cold, Elise lets out a scream now what? I still have the movement.
2: you still have another attack, right? <laughs> um, he's gonna drop the flame tongue. Uh, zip over to Elise and just grab her by the wrist to make sure she doesn't run off.
3: Okay, go ahead and make a a grapple check. That's a 22. I don't think I can even roll that high. Yeah, you grab her by the wrist. She is grappled. We'll do a round to see what happens here. Uh, Well, do any of you intend on doing anything other than Talking? Just kind of supporting what Troubadour is doing? Does anyone want to see what happens if you kill Elise?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Slash? Um, Well... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: Uh, I would like to bound maybe Carl up.
3: uh, Okay.
2: Tess is going to just try to pull out what hair she doesn't have and just look at Elise and say, Please, I promise... We are doing this for a reason. I know it's really bad. It looks really bad. Um,
0: Luther's going to take the knife away from Carl's body.
1: Slash is just going to look bewildered and just sort of, you know, almost confused. I know it doesn't look like it right now. I thought you had the maturity to understand the truth when it stares you in the face.
3: So I think it's pretty safe to say we're leaving initiative then. I don't think the intention here is for you guys to kill Elise, doesn't sound like? <laughs> nope. It is also not her intention. Uh, matter of fact, you can like, feel her uh, kind of lessen up a little bit, tension-wise, on the grip you have on her, troubadour.
2: I'll let her. I'll relax my grip and let her free.
3: Says, I, I don't know the meaning of all of this. What do you want from me? Young Master Van Richten, what's going on?
1: I think it's important for you to know, Elise, that in spite of what everything looks like, we have your best intentions. If I can speak for the young master, I think it's important that you know we desire that you rest.
3: Again, with trying to convince me I'm dead?
1: (sighs) All right,
2: you know what? It's it's always like this. They always glaze over when we try to talk to them about it. Elise, truthfully, what were your plans for the rest of the day? Is there anything that you have seen or that you know? Is there anything that could cause someone to want to do you harm?
3: No, of course not. Inside I... check. Yeah, go for it.
2: I just realized that I'm rolling a did-she-have-this-coming check, which is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Oh, wait. Bardic I still have the failure bardic Inspo die. Uh, I'll go for it. Hey, hey! Sixteen. A... Hey! Oh, there you go.
3: No, she doesn't seem like she's hiding anything back. She explains to you guys that left to her own devices, she would have probably... Finished tidying up the dining room, the kitchen area, the servants area in the back. Probably gone upstairs. And when her duties were done, uh might have had a light supper downstairs. Maybe even just brought supper up to her room. Did a little bit of knitting, some light reading. Spend the night to herself. And she will also admit to you that once you guys came in here and let her know that... Like once she realizes that Greta... And Joseph aren't around like she's admits that her next move would have probably been to try to go figure out where they are. And you believe her. And despite the fact she hasn't given Carl much of a look before, like she does at the very least, like show some concern at the fact that you just knocked Carl out cold and that he just attacked you guys with a knife, but she's telling the truth.
2: All right, Elise, There are powers at work in this domain that I am sure are beyond your comprehension, perhaps by design. We are outsiders trying to stop every one of you from dying over and over for eternity. I know that that sounds just as dumb as it did the last ten times we told you, but please look into my eyes. And tell me if you believe me when I say to you that last night I saw everyone
3: in this building dead. She looks you dead in the eyes and says, no, I don't believe you. And it's just not working. I know. You know what? I think they need to be shown, not
2: told. So let's all go for a walk to the lake, shall we? I mean, what what more could go wrong,
1: right? Seeing is believing.
3: Persuasion. I'll give you advantage since young Master Van Richten is here. That is a
2: 22, then.
3: With some urging from young Master Van Richten. And obviously Carl doesn't need any convincing. You can drag him out there if you want. Uh, Elise nods and says... Fine, I suppose I'll humor whatever nonsense this is. But I'm only doing it for you, young Master Van Richten. I don't know what kind of little game you're up to, but I suppose I'll play along for now. And if you guys want to lead them all to the lake, is that the plan?
2: Yeah. Lead Elise, drag Carl.
3: Dragon Carl behind you. We'll call it 3.30 when you get to... The boathouse You can see the lake The little island off in the distance Carl is still out cold And Elise is right there
2: You two said uh Greta Said goodbye here Yes you know, Troubadour looks in the sand Stomp 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 A few little footprints Show us the spot You show her the spot, and I'll get a boat if he looks to the island. She needs
3: more convincing. Go ahead and uh, give me a survival check from someone. Looser, feel free. sure.
0: I was the one. Tess and I led, so yeah. This is coastal, too. Mm -hmm. Do you get doobles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Cool, cool.
3: Natural 20. So that makes it a 25. That's very, very nice. That's very, very nice. It you find like literally one tiny footprint mm-hmm. uh it's remember you're it's raining, and mm-hmm. most of the tracks are just they're just gone mm-hmm. uh but Lucero manages to find like one tiny footprint off in the uh the section off the beaten path where they were you know they were in like the scenic the, route yeah, they yeah. took the scenic route it's you find one you might be able to convince her it's greta's but Honestly, it could be a lot of things.
2: Yeah, I like I, I feel like we should just take her to the island. Like, yeah, the, the, of, the, if you walk her the, over there, she yeah.
3: looks at it and she's like, I don't know what this is supposed to prove.
2: Yeah. Like all we're, it's it's the same as showing her Casimir not being there. It's the same as showing Joseph Casimir not being there. it mm-hmm. eh, bought me time to get the boat. Fair. And in that
0: walk I feel like Lustro will try his best to Just mention to Elise, like, look, as ridiculous as we're behaving, we don't mean any harm. Just know that you're safe. I know it feels strange, and I know that it's intimidating, but we don't mean any harm. Just to be clear.
3: You want to take her out to the island?
0: Yeah, we're going to take her out to the island.
3: Them bones, them bones, them sister bones. (laughs) She silently agrees to follow you. You guys row out to the island. We'll say, after all this, finding the tracks, all that good stuff, you arrive at the island about four in the afternoon. Start digging, I assume. Mm -hmm. The same little spot. Takes you till about 4.15 till you have the bones visible. You show them to Elise. She looks confused. But there's no fading she doesn't turn into moats and just go away she says i i don't understand this looks like it's been here forever the bones are old much older than greta and it's not even buried deep any of you could have put this here just moments ago
2: so could have carl 40 years ago by the way carl wake up smack wake up smack
3: you get carl awake what the hell's the meaning of this and you maybe show him the same things no revelations just a lot of anger what the hell's the meaning of all this
2: Test. Just, oh go just trying to find what your hopes and dreams are or what has made you tick you have shown nothing but the utmost respect and care to this young girl and apparently that's not what's setting you free Ah, speaking of setting you free, if you promise not to stab us, I will n- untie you.
3: He kind of looks at Troubadour. Looks at the skeleton. What, what, what exactly are you saying?
2: Those are the remains of Greta. Carl, who would Your th- plans this afternoon... This afternoon when Greta and I were having tea, you came out to take her on a picnic. Yeah. Well... But I didn't take her on a picnic. You did. I know, but you were supposed to. That's what would have happened if I wasn't here. And what would have happened, what has happened every day for probably the last 40 years? The two of you went to this island, but something went wrong. And you, above all people, should know that Greta is not that strong of a swimmer. I'm sure you tried everything that you could... But she didn't make it.
3: He looks down his hands. One of you give me persuasion with advantage because you're all kind of crowded around there.
1: Slash is going to go ahead and do that. His big, meaty hands. Uh, 27. Slash will lean down. Carl, I think that you are strong enough as Elise is, is to know the truth about what happened which is why I was as open as I was please at least entertain the idea that this was a possibility
3: he'll kind of fall to his knees and look at that grave there's a long silence was, uh, I didn't mean to forget her I just, I knew that bastard wouldn't have it when I told Elise how I felt. He looked straight at Elise and said, I love you, damn it. I knew Joseph wouldn't have it. I knew you wouldn't have it. I knew it'd get ugly. I just didn't want her to see it. just thought I'd... I thought I'd set her up at a picnic and I forgot. I forgot.
2: You were trying to protect her. You couldn't have known.
3: Your words fall on silent ears as the form of Carl like melts away and turns into little motes of light. Elise just lets out a scream again. What is going on? And she's just like, Elise reaches that point where she's just like rocking back and forth, essentially. She's on the verge of just going crazy.
1: Slash will immediately run over to her, sort of slide on his knees in front of her, and just grab her by the shoulders and slow her down. Elise, you were somebody who was selected by Van Richten. This isn't something that comes easily. Van Richten is very highly esteemed, as you are. As Joseph is. As Carl was. As Greta was. I know this is a lot to take. But look at how far you've come so far. You have taken all of this information in, and it is a lot to process. But Elise... You are so close to rest. Understanding everything. Just slow down and the rest will be explained. I need a few things from you, Elise. Can you do that for me?
3: She looks up at you silently.
1: Hindfroth would be proud. (laughs) Elise. Carl was able to move on Because he realized what he needed. I want to know what you need. Do you know what you need right now? What is it that you've been craving? Is it Casimir? Is it understanding your father better? What do you need, Elise? I want to know this.
3: Make a medicine check.
1: Medicine check. Oh, boy. That's on brand. Uh, that's a natty one. Bring natty it to a three? One.
3: Natty one. Three's not very good. No, I don't So maybe think it you is. don't really know the reasons why, but Elise has gone like all but catatonic.
2: Well, it is our true duty and pleasure to bring her to complete catatonia.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you do broke not, Elise.
2: Do not worry if we have treatment for this. <sighs>
1: You can see Slash sort of, you know, pinch the bridge of his nose, and he lets out a deep sigh. I'm sorry. I thought I was better than this. <sighs> and he sort of looks defeated, and he looks to to Tess, Troubadour, and Lustra. I don't know what else to say.
3: Yes, well, we all have our limits, Slash. Whatever transpired here was clearly too much for Elise's mind. And, like, you you can tell that Van Richten is right. Like, Elise, like, what just happened has completely shut Elise down. Uh, he says, honestly, my opinion is that we should bring her back to the house. Looks up at the sky. By the time we're back at shore, it will be close to five. 5.15 or so by the time we reach the house, which gives us barely an hour before the sun starts to set again.
1: she will be so much easier to carry than Carl. (laughs) Slash lets out a deep sigh. I suppose you're right. Well, if nothing else, at least Carl is at rest. That he listened to words and didn't follow through on the actions he thought he had. I suppose it is easiest to handle Elise at this point. And Slash will very driven at this point with his with his actions, um, uh try to do his best to, you know, guide the catatonic Elise into the boat and and be very tending.
3: Van Richten will help you out. Come, child, we'll get you some rest. And you guys head back to shore? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah? Yeah, we'll guide her back to the estate. Is there any searching we
2: wanted to do that we didn't get the chance to do here earlier because we immediately fought a big plant and a ratavan?
3: You looking for anything in particular? Anything come to mind for (laughs) Troubadour? Troubadour
2: is not, but I, you know, if anything comes to mind for you guys. You want a second corpse bag? (laughs) No, it's not squishy. (laughs) Um... Tess isn't quite mirroring Elise, but, like, as opposed to Slash being sort of driven, Tess is just, like, dead eyes looking at Elise and what we've put her through, and just quietly sitting in the back of the boat, uh, glances at Lustra and says, As much as what's this Donain is doing, we did this to her.
0: You see a very familiar pain come over, an expression on Lustra, in regards to yet another woman who we basically... He feels that he's destroyed. As long as we get her back to the estate, maybe getting her some rest, maybe she'll come back to her senses. I feel like we don't know what she needs, and she's not willing to tell us, and maybe if we explore her room, maybe we might find
2: something there. Well... At the very least, we can take solace in knowing she will not remember any of this tomorrow.
0: But we will.
2: Every moment, Lustra. At least you can sleep. And we're back at the shore. Oh yeah! <laughs> Even
0: fast
3: forward to back at the house. Call it five fifteen. Some meaningful words. A touching moment exchanged between Tess and Lustra. Van Richten suggests that you kind of lead Elise up to her rooms. I mean, she's oh, yeah. exhibiting no signs of any change whatsoever. I'm sure, we uh, won't make you use the resource, but like even a, like Hands of Healing, a Lesser Resto is just, it's not going to do it. You can tell by looking at her that Elise is Elise is broken right now.
1: You don't have calm emotions, do you, Slash? <laughs> I do. Mm. Oh, but I've- I feel like that still wouldn't work in this respect. What Slash would like to do is make sure there's no bladed instruments inside the room. <laughs> it's um, pretty fair. Um, take her belt, take her shoelaces. Yeah, basically, just do the... the as, Cruel as it is, the, the prison treatment. Uh, Make sure that she can't do any harm to herself. and uh, You can see a look of shame come across Lash's face as he's scouring and essentially baby-proofing the room. As he leaves Elise down on the bed and he closes the door behind him, another deep sigh escapes him. I've always had the right words. I've been able... To make people question everything. And now I'm questioning things myself. And it's to somebody who's frankly not even existing beyond 24 hours. I don't understand this unto myself. You can see him almost bite his lip in frustration. It's part of being human.
2: Noid. Humanoid. That's what we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good, good catch. Um,
3: so we'll say about 530 is when I'm assuming you kind of leave Elise B in her very safe room. Yeah. Uh, although by looking at her, you're judging that she's not going to try anything. You'll be surprised if she even sits up in bed in the state that she's in. She just kind of rests her down underneath that worn quilt on her. Big floofy bed, and she just lays there, like, staring at the ceiling wide-eyed. I know the
2: quilt's going to kill her. (laughs) Oh, fuck.
3: (laughs) So it's about 5.30 when you, you know, gently shut the door of Elise's room, maybe leaving a little crack open so you can check on her easily. An hour away from sunset. Now what?
1: above the table, a uh, short rest. Um, in character, Salash will pull out Peter's vows as he continues to read them over and over and over again, reminiscing about what happened and recalling the feelings involved and seeing where he's at now. He looks over to Van Richten, Elise is the last of the servants here, correct? At least for this day.
3: Yes, she and Joseph are the only two now. We have not seen vanish away in the fashion that the others have.
0: How was the relationship between Joseph and Elise? Do you recall anything, Van Richten?
3: I don't. Always good, I believe. I think like she said when we first met her on day one she I think in a sense perhaps missed the father that she had before Greta was born if you recall their mother was not fortunate enough to survive the childbirth I'm wondering if the
0: thing she needs is closure on that but with you know And looks over at, you know, the now crimson bag over Mm -hmm. (laughs) Troubadour. Maybe the reason why neither of them could find closure is because of that. That's kind of the one issue that's kind of binding them.
3: Yes, perhaps. Perhaps if we are lucky enough, this place will grant us another try tomorrow.
0: And I mean, like, that kind of shakes out with how she's reacting with this, seeing, you know, a dead child you know, or coming to terms with that and then losing a parent figure and becomes catatonic themselves. Like, that... I don't know, something about that fits.
1: My concern at this point is what is the house going to do to her? The concern I have is now that the vast majority of the servants are no longer on this plane, at least as far as we can tell... We now will have a live, if catatonic, agent aboard this ship called Van Richten House. What happens to her at night? Does she turn the same way the house
3: does? What an interesting question. What an interesting little question. Can I assume the short rest? Are you guys, in fact, going for a short rest?
1: I want to go for a short rest. I don't know about everybody else. I would like to. Yeah,
2: we can do a short rest. Sure.
3: Short rest sounds good.
1: I'll
2: spend all of my key points before the short rest. Fantastic. Okay. So I have four key points left, one for each of us. Awesome. Uh, Starting with Troubadour, that is eight. Lustra, seven. Slash, seven. Tess, eight.
3: Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. These conversations continue throughout the hour. Elise's condition does not change. At the end of the hour, you watch as shadows start to move around inside. Where are you guys exactly, by the way?
2: Uh, since you mentioned, like, what happens, I want to be looking at her when night falls. I want to be looking at Elise.
3: Cool. Also, yeah.
2: potentially take her to the blue room, because that's like the hospice room. <laughs> 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 yes, or It's, it's, it's so above that. the table.
3: You want to do that, or you could just kind of chill leave. out, take your short rest in the hallway outside her room? Doesn't matter to me.
1: Yeah, I feel like Slash would be taking the short rest outside of the hallway in her room. Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's where it's her space. That's fair.
3: So in the hallway outside Elise's bedroom, you're all taking your long rest. You watch as Elise's condition remains the same. You watch at 630 as the shadows in the hallways start to shift and move around as nighttime starts to descend on Rickton House. I do need all of you to go ahead and mark that you have a minus four to all your saving throws now that nighttime has shown up. Night number two. And I find it unbelievably fitting that you guys, during the short rest, have the conversations you have. It's unbelievably fitting... That lustra of all people would question why Elise might need a little closure so, you know brings up the fact that maybe it's a dead parent that she just doesn't have closure with, because at six: thirty, almost on the dot, you hear a voice in the hallway. Hello, my son.
1: Oh. Uh-oh. What? Daddy's home.
3: Lustra, i look over your shoulder. Probably from polishing your boots. <laughs> and there is Lamin Venari. He appears as a ghost. A spectral image, just like Claudia Deschain was. He stands tall and proud, a bow strapped to his back, hand axes at his side. His rosary dangling from a horn that was once copper, but now has that ghostly bluish tint to it. The leather armor on his chest is torn to shreds, though. You can see dozens of claw marks that have ripped through the leather and dragon scales beneath it. It is very embarrassing to be killed by flying horrors in the mists. But I fought as well as I could. I do not know of Amelia's fate. He looks at Van Richten. I gave her every chance to run that I was able to give. He looks at Lustra. You see, like, the emotion start to come over him. What's Lustra thinking right now?
0: This isn't happening. No. 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 He's better than this. No. This is very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> he it's it's almost like a disbelief just he's just shaking his head left and right just no. No.
3: He lets out this sad smile and kind of nods at you trying to get you to realize it is true. There is no time to talk of these things the Vistani is strong she is difficult to resist he looks up at the ceiling I have managed to resist long enough to appear here and warn you this place we are in his gaze switches to Van Richten It is not your home, my old friend. I believe we are in a newer domain, one that has been created out of the pure hatred that Radanovich has for you. Her spirit is here, old friend, and it is very powerful. At night, her power rules with barely any resistance, and it grows by the day. And at this point, you can see Laman start to struggle to resist the influence of Madame Radonovich.
0: Can I cast, like, Protection from Evil and Good Autumn?
3: You sure can.
0: <laughs> I'll burn that spell slot. Anything.
3: A glimmer of light surrounds the ghost of Laman, the sigil of Clanostium protecting him, and he stays steadfast and continues, "'You all know each domain must have a dark lord, "'but I do not believe it is Radanovich.' You know as well as I do, Van Richten, that not all dark lords are people. Some domains are ruled over by a weapon of great power. Some are ruled by artifacts. I believe the dark lord of this domain is the house, it is the house itself and it is in a battle to reject Radonovich's influence. The night all but belongs to her now, but during the day I have heard the house's pain. I hear the house whisper in the hallways. It whispers memories of days long past When the house was in good order. It whispers of servants who cared for it, Of a Joseph who always kept it clean. It whispers of a Carl who kept this grounds free of weeds for so many years. Of young girls playing with dolls in its hallways, and the house yearns for those times, Van Richten. And again, Laman seems to struggle with resisting Radonovich, The light from the spell, like, is glowing with radiance around him, trying to. "'Push out whatever's trying to get in.' "'His gaze goes to you, Lustra. "'As if you ever want to leave this place, my son, "'you must cleanse this house of its Vistani influence, "'and you must help Van Richten get his house back in order.' None of you will ever leave here otherwise. And again, you watch as Lamin Vinari tries his best to resist. But for a brief moment, underneath that protective spell, you watch as his features start to change. But he pushes through it for a few more moments just long enough to look Lustra dead in the eyes and he manages to say I am proud of you Lustra but then his features change a scowl comes over his face says but I do not know why I should bother to be. You are my only son. Clan Ostium will survive, but the Venari bloodline ends with you. And you cannot even shoot a zombie. (laughs) 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 He turns to look at Van Richten with hatred in his eyes. I sacrificed... Much of my life for your meaningless crusade. And you repay me by dragging my son through the mists. Was it not enough that your son died, you old fool? Erasmus is here too, you know. He has always been with you, lingering over your shoulder... We pretended that we did not know to protect you. But you, you have always known, you fool. You are simply too cursed to see him. And then Laman Venari pulls the two hand axes from his belt. So now it is time for you to pay. And we'll see you guys next week. No!
2: Oh
1: my god, no, no, no! Oh man.